Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Happy Monday for those of you who are live. Happy Hanukkah for those that are celebrating. We've been talking about this concept of being living in the unfamiliar. This is a very difficult concept for... I mean, it's easy to hear it. It's hard to do it. We love things that are familiar. We love things that make sense. We love things that we know already. Our brain feels comfortable with things that we've already experienced once. How many times do kids ask their parents, is it going to be like it was last time? People like things that were the way they were like last time. We don't like disruptions. We don't like when we do something. And now it's got to change. I was on the phone yesterday with an individual who did a great job, by the way, when I called him because there was an opportunity for him, but it would require him to stop whatever he was doing and focus on it. And it was going to go away soon. One of these opportunities that sort of come over the weekends and you have like a few hours to decide if you're interested. And he was just in the middle of something else. He doesn't like it like that. Nobody does. But he did it. God bless him. Nobody likes to take advantage of opportunities that were unexpected, even if it could be potentially positive. It's because we don't like things that are unexpected. Unless you're that type. Unless you're looking at me going, of course we do. What's wrong with you? All right. You're in the minority. And God bless you. I'm sure you have an incredibly exciting, spontaneous life. But at least, again, I don't know. I'm not... I'm not in charge of the census, but most people that I've spoken to like predictability, like familiar. And that's okay. We also like ice cream and to sleep and to relax and to eat whenever I'm hungry and to eat even when I'm not hungry. And just recognizing that there's certain foods that I like to eat and certain things that I like to do that may not be the best for me is half the battle of moving past it. I like eating certain foods. And once I recognize that I like eating those foods and those foods are not necessarily good for me, now I can at least build a strategy around how to deal with my wanting to eat certain things that are not good for me. So I maybe I save them for, for me personally, I save them for the weekend, for Shabbat. Maybe I don't bring them into my house. Maybe they, when I go certain places, I eat. This is, I did this years and years ago. I don't know if you guys ever pulled this this one before. Years years ago when I was trying to lose weight and I was um, at a stage in my life where lots of my friends were getting married. I found myself at weddings once a week. You know, come home having had a great time and, you know, took with me 3,000 calories. So I would make sure to eat before the wedding so that when I get to the wedding I'd be full because I can control what I eat in my house I couldn't control what I eat at that wedding so I, I, I recognize that I, I can't continue to eat at a wedding especially if you've been to a Jewish wedding with the smorgasbord I mean forget about it it's a food fest I think post holocaust everywhere we go they just try to fatten us up just eat 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 once you once we recognize that there are things that we like 
that may not be the most conducive for our growth, we can now build a strategy for how to overcome the need or and quotes the need, the desire for that which I want, but that's not the best for me. It's the same thing here. It's just more subtle. I want familiar. I want comfortable. I want predictable. I like it when my mind knows exactly what's going to happen. I like it when I'm around people that say the things that I need to hear. I don't like it if I'm in an uncomfortable place. I don't like it when I hear criticism, even if it's constructive. I don't like it if there's a, an opportunity that comes my way that is totally different than what I expected. I don't like it when something happens that I didn't expect that day. And I for sure don't like it if I can't figure out the benefit in it. If I can't immediately see why this is good for me, then I for sure don't like it. If something comes out of nowhere that I can't see why that's good for me, that makes me uncomfortable, forget it. That's bad. Forget the fact that many times when I look back in my life, it's those things that give me the greatest blessing. But I don't care. Because when I'm in the moment, I can't handle it. Let's go even one step further. I'll, I'm so worried about things not being predictable and familiar and comfortable that I will spend time when I am in a moment of comfort worrying about things that are unpredictable. So even if I'm in my home on a Sunday, I'm already planning the Tuesday where I got to go do that thing. I don't know what's going to be. I'm already thinking about the trip in a week or in a month where I don't know how that's going to work out. I'm already, I'm already imagining things that are going to be unpredictable. I'm so worried about the unpredictable. And though, even though I know, because I've been living long enough to know that many times when I actually get to the thing in the month, it's not as bad as I thought or it worked itself out or that thing that I was worried about isn't really coming true. It doesn't matter. I forgot that. Because the unpredictable... The unfamiliar, the uncomfortable is so worrisome to my brain that not only do I not like doing it when it comes to me, I anticipate it and then get worried about it, even if it doesn't actually happen. That is the extent in which my brain does not like things that it can't predict. Which means that is the extent in which my brain does not like the future to look like the past. That's what our brain wants. The future to look like the past. Just a little bit better. Our brain wants to grow plus one. Remember, that's how we grow our brain. That's what, how it wants. It wants to go slowly. We want to have the same day as yesterday with it's a little better, a little brighter. This year should look like last year, but a little bit better. And even when we think we want it to be much better, we want it to be much better in the ways that we know it to be much better. Because if we can't picture it, we don't really want it. There's a big uh, area in spirituality for those that are um, understand this concept of 
Mashiach, redemption, you know, future. Many people don't even want that, even though it's part of our, part of the Jewish way. It's even part of the Christian way, by the way. It's part of a lot of religions. I have to know the Jewish one, but it's part of a lot of religions to to anticipate into the future. And if you look at most, even practitioners of those religions, and you say, do you want what's in the future? They'll say, nah, not really. But they won't say it out loud because they're scared they're going to get zapped. Because I, I want, when I say I want the future, it means that I want what I have now, but a little bit more. I don't want, like, a total change. I don't know how, how, how I'm going to wrap my brain around that. But let's go one step further, while we're in the world anyways. Because let's identify this. And it's so important because we've got a big week. Because this is the week of Hanukkah. Hanukkah is the week of miracles. And if we want miracles in our life, we've got to be miracle-worthy. So let's identify what's holding us back from being miraculous. You see, not only does my brain want the predictable, so I'm looking in the future for my past. Right? I'm looking for the things that I know, and I only know them because I've done them. Not only am I worried about what could be unpredictable, so even in my present, it is being, I am allowing in, I am bleeding into my present a future that's not even real because I'm so worried about the unpredictable that I won't even allow it to take place it's one thing if it hits me right it's one thing if you know I'm going somewhere and then I get some circumstance that comes my way okay that's unpredictable I could be upset I could be worried even when I don't have the unpredictable I'm in, I'm in my regular life. I am concerned about the unpredictable. That's how much I'm worried about it. But it goes one step further. Which is not only am I concerned about the unpredictable circumstances, I'm concerned about the unpredictable capacity that I have. So if someone says to me, can you do something? I only know if I can by what I've already done. Can you take this project on? I only know the answer if I've already done something similar to that. This applies usually to most people, but for sure if you become a quote-unquote adult. At least when you're a kid, you know you don't know. So you take on new classes, and you need to do, but once you become an adult, once you've been out in the world for a decade or two or three or four, now you know what you know and you don't what you know what you don't know. So when I think about what I'm capable of, I only know from what I've already done. And so when someone asks of me something, or when I see something that I can do, or when I see a need that needs to be filled, or when someone says to me, How come you're not able to step up in this area? My response is, it's not me. I don't do that. I'm not that, type, I'm not that type of person. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't have to know your traits and your skills and get people around you, but what's really going on is that we're scared to take responsibility for something that we haven't already once taken responsibility for. 
We're scared to be responsible for something that we've never done before. Because even when I think about my own capacity and my own ability, I think about it in the context of what I've done already or what I can project from what I've done already. So for some reason, when I was in 11th grade, I had a bad math teacher and I had a rough year. Or for some reason, when I was a kid, they told me that I'm good at this or bad at this. Or for some reason, when I was in college and I ended up majoring in this or that. Or when I started my career, the company that I started with ended me in this category versus that category. So many things in our lives that we do are based on circumstances that were given to us. If you think about what you do, a lot of what you do every single day, especially from your career perspective, unless you've made a major shift in your life, was probably given to you. You get put into this academic stream, and then this becomes what's important, so you do those things. You get this teacher, or this mentor, or this guide, or this person in your family is this thing. Nothing wrong with that. I meet I meet a lot of people that are. We'll say I meet people. Say leave me a lot of people. I meet people, a lot of times. That's the more accurate of saying. I meet people that a lot of times, are in careers. That are the same as their entire family. Everyone had to become a lawyer. How is that possible that every one of the kids is a lawyer? Maybe because dad's a lawyer. Nothing anything wrong with that. I think it's beautiful. I think it's a tremendous testament to, to to the parent, to the family, to the to the patriarch of the family. If all the kids go into your business, great. Three out of five brothers are doctors. Could that be? Because their grandparents are European and being a doctor is the number one thing you should do. Everybody's in the garment industry. Now, I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I think it's awesome. But I just want to recognize that a lot of times we do things because of environments that are around us. So we wake up one morning and we don't know what we can and can't do because most of what we've been doing is the product at least in part because of our environment and that doesn't mean that we're doing the exact same thing so one person could be a surgeon like a real specialist and one person could be you know um, an internist which is more of a generalist and they're using different parts that's totally fine but I just want us to understand and to realize and to appreciate and it's okay but a lot of what we do every day is because of the environment around us a lot of what we think we can and can't do really is based on what we've done and what someone has put us in. I can't be more spiritual because I live in a world that's not really spiritual. I've already determined what I can and can't be because of where I ended up. Yeah. Do it all the time. We do it all the time. We make determinations about what we can and can't do based on what we do every day. But what we do every day, whether that's personal or it's career or familial, a lot of times is based 
on what was given to us. I went to that school as a kid. I grew up in that neighborhood as a child. I grew up in that home. And in that home, everyone was stingy. I can't give generously. In that home, there was no concept of saving, so I can't save my money. So every time I go somewhere, I gotta live 10 stars. So now I'm borrowing on seven different credit lines because I don't know how to go through a year of my life and be thrifty with a little bit of my money. The market turned and now it requires this type of leader, but I'm not this type of leader. I get this a lot sometimes. I don't know how to like do things like, I don't know, like HR and data and process. Like, I don't do that. That's not how the business grew. Well, guess what? We're living in a new world. Your company's bigger. This world is crazier. Maybe your grandfather didn't have to know how to use a computer and know how to look at someone's traits before you hire them, but you do. Maybe your grand grandparents or parents didn't have to raise a kid in the same way that you do because the world is different than when you grew up. And you could just let the kids go differently. But we got it in us to be bigger. Just re recognizing that my gut that is worried about unpredictable about what I can't do about unfamiliar about uncomfortable could be wrong is an important first step and maybe everything that I really want is right in front of me I just need to embrace it maybe I gotta step into it before I know if I can do it for sure maybe I gotta do it before I determine if I can or can't do it. Maybe the unpredictable is the greatest gift I have every day. And I should I should value my day not based on whether I got through it, but whether or not I did something that I didn't know I was going to do that day. And we'll talk about this. Understand this is the story of Hanukkah. A bunch of priests in the caves of Modi'in, ancient Israel, never fought war. They were priests. Their tribe didn't go to battle. But the Greeks, the Greeks came in and imposed themselves over the entire Israel and sucked out our traditions. And you know what they did? Something they'd never done before. Hanukkah is the holiday of the unpredictable. Because only in the world of the unpredictable can you find the miracle. Alright, we'll talk about this. 